Hi guys! Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Season of Pod. <laughs> oh, hey guys. And Happy New Year. Oh yeah, it's Happy New Year. It's a new decade, right? Yes, 2020 things. <laughs> so if you've been listening to our previous episode, you would know that quite a bit has changed. Yeah. Bianca hasn't been around and we just thought it would be great if we caught up with her and call her so we can hear from her, you know, what's changed and just to hear more about her current chapter and her current transition in life. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Bianca, are you here? I am here. Hey, guys. Hey, we've missed you so much, Bianca. It's so great to hear you again. We've, I've missed you too. I've we missed Beyonce's number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you know that I was the number one. There's no one above me. <laughs> How can we forget? I miss being the only jammer. I miss being with my Nigerian sisters. It's just, yeah, as you both know, we've really tried to record um, with all three of us one more before I was off out. But we are here now. We move, as the young people say. Yeah, so, we <laughs> We're here now. And yeah, I'm just happy to be in this episode. And I've just missed. I've missed it. Yeah, I really have. So I'm glad to be here. Oh, all right, girl. So tell us, tell us, tell us. Just us. Where are you? What's going on? So the moment I am in Accra. I'm in Ghana. Context. So my sister actually lives here. She has been living here for the past three and a half years. Obviously, yes, we are Jamaican, my family, but she married to Ghanaian. And she lives here with her beautiful family and her two children and her husband. And so I've been here. So I had quite a tragic loss a few months ago. My mum passed away and I'm the youngest of four. So I was the last one at home with my mom and it was just quite tough my sister who I'm with she's the eldest there's actually 10 years between us so she's like my second mom she's the one you know she's the sibling that you know did the babysitting changing the nappies and all that stuff there so I think when everything happened with losing my mom it's funny because a few days before my mom left in my head I was just like oh my god if anything happens I'm going to Ghana and I said it and I didn't think it would ever get that far I didn't think my mom would really leave but when it happened, immediately I was like, I'm going to Ghana. And I didn't know how I was going to get there, how I was going to pay for it, because it wasn't cheap to it, it wasn't cheap to move and etc. Yeah. But in my head I said, I have to go, um, because my sister is the person that I think I feel safest with, emotionally, uh, mentally and etc. So, and on top of that, you know, she's been away for 10 years now. She actually moved to South Africa when I was 16. And so... so was she a traveller then? What actually happened is her husband, who she met at the time, he was living in in South Africa at the time. And so she moved there and she got married and then she was there for about seven years. And then her husband got a really good job back home in Ghana. And so they moved to Accra. And so this is where she's been for the past few years. So this is where I am at the moment. I've been here for a month so far. And, you know, I've been... Yeah, it's gone... Time goes fast but slow at the same time. It's so weird. But... um. I've been here and I've just been trying to settle in really um, as obviously as ever well as make people may know there's this whole tourism initiative in Ghana at the moment um, oh yeah Ghana is hot right now yeah, yeah. not not just so, literally but <laughs> so the year returned I came end of November so I came just in time for the festivities and the events to start and stuff like that so good timing that I'm here so I'm able to kind of really be a tourist and be around and get around and meet people before I really settle in I don't know how long I'll be here for okay um 
yeah, yeah. going to ask when do you think it's going to be a permanent move do you think it's going to be I don't know a year or two are you proper going to settle in there and you know maybe find a hubby there <laughs> it's like you never know you could meet someone and live happily ever after in Ghana what, what do you envision at the moment because people ask me this a lot and I'll, when they ask me I would say well give it a year or two that's a good amount of time yeah because for me I had never been to Ghana I had never stepped foot in it so what I didn't want to say is I've moved into a country indefinitely and I've never I don't know what it's like I have no clue what what it's like so for me I wanted to come here and really just see what it's like you know tread the soil and just see what it's like to really live here it's all good to be here for like a couple of months and I think it's different because for me when you know you're somewhere and there's a time limit on it mentally you don't really settle yeah so what I didn't want to do was put a time limit on it because I want to be able to settle to see how it really is to live here Oh, I miss England. Oh my gosh, I miss London. There's just me being here. You know, I've been to Africa. I've been, I've been to South Africa before. And just being to, like, going to travel to other countries and stuff. There's just no place like London. There really, really yeah, is. Yeah. And I think we get to take it for granted. Um, and I don't mean it in like a way as in there aren't places on as good as London or London's the best. But there's just something yeah. so unique about London that you just don't find anywhere else. Even places like New York and stuff. There's just London is just so unique. So I do miss it. I miss the diversity. That's one thing I do miss is the diversity. Just seeing all different colours and races and sizes and Ghana, just black people. That's all you see. That's all you see. Your brother and your sister. That's all you see. Your auntie. That's all you see. So yeah. um, I think that I will be here for a while. I do see myself Long term, when I'm saying like 10 years, I can see myself kind of living in between two different countries, like maybe doing business here, but maybe yeah. not necessarily living here, maybe being doing business here and being here a couple of months out of the year, but still being maybe most likely the UK um, that I would be in, but it depends. But for now, I'm here for a year or, or two, seeing how it goes. Um, I just want to see what it's like to really live here. You know, yeah. I'm at the age where I just don't want to make any irrational decisions and say, oh, I'm moving. And then I get it and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like it. And then everyone's like, why is she back in London after yeah. she moved? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I thought, let me just see how it is. And we'll go from there. So we'll see, we'll see. We'll see where the future takes us. But like we said before, you are welcome back anytime. I mean, listen, there's always a seat here at the table for you. So yeah. whenever you feel like you're ready to come back, don't hesitate. Yeah. Yes, I will I think yeah. for committing to anything, it's a big commitment. Even, you know, things that people don't see as a big deal for me are at this moment in my life are a big deal because, mm-hmm. you know, in reality, losing a mum of people in the beginning, they send you, they do this and they go, oh, you know, condolences and stuff. But for me, it's very early days. And when I think about it in regards to the rest of my life, it's really day one. If day one hasn't even begun, do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I still have the rest of my life and I'm only 26 years old. So commitment-wise, I just didn't want to commit to too much to say this is what I can do right now. I just wanted to be able to really process the past. Because oh, um, it's a major change. Yes, it's a massive and you change. To, yeah, you have to really think about what's priority at your in your life right now. And yeah. That. yeah. And, you know, CUP is, always be a part of me and... I will be back at some point. I will be joining you guys at some point. We'll see when that is. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and if I'm still here in Ghana. I will still be a part of CAP. Um, if I'm back in London at any point, it'll be even better because I'll be able to actually be able to see you guys and stuff like that. But 
for now, I am coming back though for a holiday, a short holiday in August. So I'm coming back for like a month. So oh, maybe we nice. to, like, that would be fun and just catch up properly. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. But for now, I will be back to the world of Siat. It's just that I needed some time and I still do need some time to just process everything. But I'm just trying to be out here living my best life. <laughs> I need to ask, what's been like the biggest culture shock? Because obviously you're from London, you're Jamaican and now you're in Accra. What's been like culture shock? Yeah, like have you experienced anything and you're just like, whoa, how do I process this? What do I do? Do you know what? This is going to sound really... Because I think I was saying to you guys before that um, Ghana, well, Accra, I don't know about other parts of Ghana, but Accra reminds me of Jamaica a lot. So parts of Jamaica. I know I've been to Jamaica a few times and stuff, but there's something here which I know while in places like Jamaica and other countries that may not be as well-developed as the Western world, is the roads. The oh, road wow. infrastructure oh, okay. is just... Oh. So is it bad in Ghana as well? It's bad. It's yeah, bad. This can't be as bad as Lagos. In Lagos, they don't have lanes. Anyone is just driving anyhow. So no traffic light. No traffic light. People oh. are just maneuvering. And oh, sis. But you know what? The other day I was at a junction, and the junction didn't have traffic lights. Like, how can you have traffic lights at a junction? So literally, <laughs> which would have taken a minute or two with a traffic light. Took about half an hour. Because people were trying to just manoeuvre through. It's crazy. So one thing that I've really been thinking about while I've been here is just how we can just, Africa in general and parts of the Caribbean and et cetera, and even parts of Asia, how we as the people who are from there can really help to better our country. And it's really sad that, you know, some parts, because we know that the government have money to do these things. So, yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it doesn't always go to it. And it's unfortunate because Accra, you know, being such the... Where the spotlight is in regards to Ghana, this place. It's a city, isn't should, it? Yeah, so it's crazy. So the roads, it's just like you're in a car and you're like, <laughs> like jumping. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's like, no, this is so funny. This actually reminds me of when I was in Lagos three years ago. And literally, in the cars, you have to wear your seatbelt because it's going to be a rough journey. <laughs> some of them don't have, even the Ubers don't have seatbelts. No seatbelt. Yeah, no, mate, it's crazy. So you're just jumping up and down looking like some hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So that's been a culture shock. And then um, I went to a market called, it's called Makala Market. When I told you this market is the size of like the whole of Peckham, it is massive. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. I went there and this is where you find all your materials, all the real nitty gritty stuff. And I went there with my sister and you... Because of where I'm living, I live in an area called East Lagoon in Accra. And it's quite easy, accessible area. If you want to come to Accra for holiday, East Lagoon is one of the places that you would stay in because it's near everything. Okay. Um, so here, you know, you've got the restaurants and you've got all that stuff. But being in where that market was, you get, you, I really got to see how people were living on that side of Accra. Mm-hmm. And I've been home to like Jamaica places, but on holidays. So you don't really get to really see how people live. Yeah, so that was kind of like... the lavish bits, isn't it? So you don't really get to see... That was quite a shock to me, just seeing how they live and things like, like I said, the roads, the sewers, the smells that people are living in. And it, oh. it just gives you... Again, it, gives, it makes you so grateful for England, for London. Yeah. You know, even when I was catching up with Brexit and stuff like that and the, the elections that happened. Yeah. And it's funny because people were like, you know, complaining about the NHS and saying, oh, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. But I got sick a few weeks ago, my first week here, I got a really bad throat infection. Oh, and no. you have to pay for everything. 
you have to pay for everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, they put me on IV drip. They gave me t- all these medic. I had a, a list of medications I had to say. You have to pay for every single thing. And when I was sitting there on social media looking at all these people complaining about it, I was thinking, you guys have no clue what you have. You really don't. So being here has put a lot into perspective for me and just how people are living and how we can think. Sometimes we wake up complaining because our delivery didn't come on time. Trust or, me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> from you know and it's these small things but it's first world problem really really is it really is and going back to countries like nigeria ghana africa third world you really realize that people are suffering but a lot of them are happy like you still they're really joyful it's it's weird but like they're even happier it's like they're content that they're just alive sort of thing yeah and they work hard mm-hmm. they know oh my gosh people the hustling the level of oh, hustling is so, so, and even people who are quite well off they still have like two three four five businesses the amount of hustling they have it is just the work ethic is absolutely crazy it's so crazy yeah. so so it's actually quite inspiring to be here and also meeting like we were discussing before how when we're in london and we follow certain people on social media who are all in the same cliques and we live in a bit of a bubble because we see the same faces the same yeah. influences and all this kind of stuff and being here the amount of creatives i've met the entrepreneurs i've met and you just think there's so many creative gifted people in africa i'm just excited to see what africa places like nigeria yeah. um, Kenya, the ivory coast ghana these places are going to be like in the next 10 years because yeah. the, what, what's happened is a lot of people are migrating back home and so yeah. i really like a lot of people are coming yeah, back. yeah. And so all these skills and techniques and resources that they've learned and gathered in the Western world, they're bringing it back home. So the next decade, I think, in Africa is going to be amazing. So I'm glad that I'm here to experience some of it. Yeah. And also a bit of both worlds right now, because I'm from England, I was born in England. So like I was saying, what we've learned in that part of the world, you're able to use it here. So yeah. I'm able to be here. And it's bittersweet that I'm here because I'm not here because, you know, I just got a new job, but I'm here. Politically, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not here because, you know, my mum passed away so for me. It's like, I'm here for a reason. But at the same time, I don't want to come all the way to Ghana and be just burying myself in depression and stuff. I want to be able to utilise the time I'm here. And when yeah, I tell you, there's like you mm-hmm. the a difference in your moods. Like, that's one thing. And maybe that's why people are so moody in England. <laughs> you know, I really think it is. No, it's not a joke. Girls, I really think the weather has a part to play about where everyone is depressed here. Oh, yeah. That's- we shouldn't be. We're technically on good salaries. We, most of us have jobs. We're getting... Yeah, why do they call it... I think they call it sad, seasonal affective disorder. It's okay. not proven, but people do say seasons do affect your mood. Makes so much sense because we're, even when we have summer, good summers in, in London, we're all happy. Everyone's in a good mood. We're all vibing. That's and when it's talk to me, I'm in my house and no one talks. Like, so it's just, I think even being here, like you were saying, even though people are, don't have as much as we have or have much as, as much as others, just certain things contribute towards being able to get up in the morning. Even when I'm in a bad mood, I walk outside and see the sun and it's hard to really be, you know, to bury yourself in that. So there's so much to be grateful for here. And I'm just here to enjoy and we'll see how I'm going to be back as in like I said I'll be back next year for some, a short time and we'll see how it goes right now I'm playing it by ear yeah trying to get myself firm it's weird because again when people hear that I'm Jamaican they're like oh you're Jamaican and they always treat you a bit differently not worse but they treat you like oh you really are an outsider mm. so 
it's different but there's certain things that I'm learning I do want to learn a bit of the language as well while I'm here why I not really... all I know is kwasia kwasia <laughs> yeah a kwaba which means welcome that's all I say welcome yeah that's all I know so far and etisane I think means how are you so there's a few things but um, yeah I'm just happy that I'm able to I was able to speak to you guys and um yeah, yeah. go along see how it goes and you're glowing you look good so yeah. it's the sun yeah. <laughs> glowing so we're so happy to hear from you today and we're excited for this new thing in your life and we're excited to see where god is going to take you and yeah just keep being usually make sure you utilize your creativity in ghana we want to see that creativity everyone's always like yeah branding is so good your colors your this your fonts i was like thank bianca bianca, has a bianca man yeah Trust me, bianca really created those templates for us <laughs> I will try. I honestly try my best. It's actually, we, actually, we'll talk. But I will try my best to do that. And um, yeah, I want to try and vlog so that people can. I'm gonna try my best. It's just so hard when you're out. You want to be in the moment. So, yeah. but I, same time, I still want to like have content for people to see what I'm up to here and stuff like that. And guys, listen. Anytime you guys want to come to Ghana, you guys know where you can stay. Hey. You guys know. It's there's a certain airline that have really cheap flights to Ghana. So if you're ever ready. I will send you that and you guys let me know. I've just been like, B, I'm coming. And that's it. Okay, <laughs> Listeners, sorry, you can't stay with me, but I could win on some discounted places in it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Bianca will fill us in. Uh, but yeah, but- Bianca, so for some of our new listeners that may not know where to find you, where can they find you on socials? My social media, I only really use Instagram. So my social media is Bianca J. Bruce. So Bianca J. B R U C E, and then obviously follow She's in the Pod. Yeah. If you're not, yes, 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 exactly. Follow us everywhere. Yes, follow us on Twitter, She's in the Pod, Instagram, and Facebook. But yeah, Bianca J. Bruce is pretty much it. And hopefully, I'll give you guys some good content. So I'm, I'm quite. Yeah. Bored, I know you. I'll try. I know you are. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. All right, we'll catch up soon, sis. Love you all. Thank you.